Yo, welcome in to Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks for listening to the podcast. So the Bears did us a solid. They are done with their second round picks. They got two of them, and it's two really interesting choices. They picked Cole Komet, the tight end out of Notre Dame with the 43rd pick. More on him in a second. And they picked Jalen Johnson, the cornerback out of Utah, with the 50th pick overall. I think it was a pretty smart draft. There's some question about whether Komet could have been taken later. Honestly, if you flip the two picks, I think people are happier. I don't know why, but I think they're happier because I guess because they feel like it's value. The way that Komet was kind of bouncing up and down the draft board was interesting to me. And the Bears are definitely a team that was in need of, of trying to find a, a tight end. I'm going to talk about both these players and the overall strategy of, of, of having these two players as your two picks in the second round. But before I do that, I want you to get to know Cole Komet a little bit. I had him on the show on, on Monday. We had a nice conversation. It was, really, it was great to talk to him. I mean, I, I'd known about him. I'd seen him play. I've seen his tape. And I know that he's a kid from St. Viator, Lake Barrington. He's got good bloodlines, dad and uncle, if you believe in that sort of thing. Dad and uncle played in the NFL. And it was just cool to talk to him about all of this stuff. So I want you to take just a couple minutes to hear what he's like. And then I got some analysis on the back end on his pick and the pick of Jalen Johnson, but this is me talking with Cole Komet starting off with how in the world he kept himself in shape while this pandemic has been going on. Yeah. I mean, I was planning on going to a pro day and, you know, obviously doing some of those top 30 visits with teams, but you know, those are the things that kind of got canceled uh, once this kind of started. But for me, I've just been, you know, I've been back at home in Chicago, just been trying to, you know, stay in shape. You know, I got some weights over at my grandma's house that I've been working out at. And then, uh, you know, a turf field nearby that I've been running around. So just kind of continuing that type of stuff and, you know, just kind of getting ready and, and staying in shape for this, for the season coming up. What, what have your friends are around college football or, or the NFL said about trying to get ready in, in a, in an, a very strange way? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's obviously it's obviously really weird with everything that's going on, but uh, you know, I mean, no one's really planning on anything to really happen uh, anytime soon, really. Maybe not till July. So for me, it's just about staying in shape, you know, kind of doing the things I have been doing, and uh, you know, making sure that I stay up to date with everything. You know, when I get picked, and and, and uh, you know, staying on the Zoom calls and stuff, doing over the all, all the virtual uh, off-season programs, kind of staying with those and. You know, just kind of staying up to date with everything. Just kind of always staying ready and always, uh, always being ready to go. So whenever you know we can kind of get this thing going, I'm I'm ready to get uh, ready to get going and ready to play. When you talk to teams, what did they say they liked about you? Yeah, I think a lot of the teams just love my versatility as a player in terms of being able to split out wide as a receiver, being able to be in line as a blocker. You know, kind of doing all those type of things. So. I think teams really saw that. They obviously love my size and speed. So uh, those were two things that they also really liked. Okay. I mean, I, I know I'm putting you in a little bit of a trick bag asking you this question, but which is better for you? S- sealing a five technique 
for your running back to get uh, through a hole and get a touchdown or making a great catch over someone for a touchdown? I mean, I'm going to say, I mean, who wouldn't say a touchdown? You know, that's why, that's why I'm a tight end and not a tackle. So, um, you know, the tackles get a little upset because, you know, tight ends, obviously the glorified tackle position in terms of I get to go out for passes and stuff. So, you know, definitely catching the touchdowns, a lot of fun, but uh, there's also, it's also great being able to see, uh, being able to seal off a five tech and seeing your running back go score a touchdown as well. Do you have a, a favorite moment blocking? I know that's a weird question, but I mean it's part of the gig. So I'm I'm always curious because sometimes like you get a, a good seal on someone and then you open it up and, and a big play ends up happening. So do you have of the tape that you've put out there, is there one that's your favorite? Yeah, for me, if you look back at the Virginia game, uh, there was a block I had where I sealed an end. And Tony Jones, their running back, was able to score a touchdown. So that was a, that was one that I really remember. And then just kind of the whole last drive against USC, there were some blocks I had that were really great that kind of sprung open. Uh, Tony and you know ended up us uh, winning the game. So those kind of two moments were, were two things that really stuck out to me. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been pretty cool. I know, obviously, they're really excited you know, being a football family, my dad playing and my uncle playing. So my dad played for the Bears at the end of his career for a little bit. And, uh, you know, growing up in Chicago, I uh, grew up a Bears fan. So that would obviously – obviously they're kind of in that range where I could get picked there. So that would be a really cool experience. Yeah. If, if, if they were to pick you, how big of a deal would that be to your family? Oh, it would be a huge deal. I mean, you know, being able to kind of stick around at home and – and be here and, uh, you know, be able to have my family so close to the home games would just be an awesome experience. Well, Cole got his wish. He got his wish. He got picked number 43 overall by the Bears. He's the best tight end in the draft. I know that there are some people who think that 43 was too high for him. He's a weird case because I've seen mock drafts this week that had him the 30th pick overall, and I've seen mock drafts this week that had him in the top of the third round. This wasn't a great tight end draft. I think that they got the best one in the draft. I'm curious to see what he ends up doing. I'm happy for him. I think that's great. I think that it's great that I also, you know, I I do have a standing rule about playing for your hometown team, how on the surface it does seem great. But it could be rough. But having an uncle and a dad that played in the NFL, I think that helps because they can walk him through some of this stuff a little easier than if he were just a, a, a prodigy that didn't have parents that played in the NFL or relatives that played in the NFL. One of the other things he said to me in that interview that I didn't put into that cut is that he hate, hated hearing when people were talking about his blocking and that he, he plans on showing it. Like he, he doesn't, he likes being in pass formations. He likes making plays, but he also likes to hit people. And that touchdown that he was talking about, I went back and watched it. He drove, he drove the the linebacker back seven yards on that play. He's a work in progress, but I think that, of the group of linebackers, of tight ends that they have, and they have a ton of tight ends. There's one thing right now that the Bears are not short on. It's tight ends. 
check out this list of tight ends that the Bears have. You're not going to be happy with the list of tight ends that they have, but it's still the group that they have. Okay, you ready? Darian Clark, Eric Saubert, Dax Raymond, who I still believe in a little bit. Jesper Horstead, J.P. Holtz, Ben Broniker, Demetrius Harris, Adam Shaheen, more than likely cut, Jimmy Graham, and now Cole Komet. That's a bunch of tight ends. They're going to have to fight it out at the bat rack, but clearly if you spend a second-round pick on, on a guy, you're going to keep him on the roster. So Cole Komet and you give another guy $9 million, your starting tight ends are Cole Komet and Jimmy Graham. And everyone else, J.P. Holtz probably sticks around because he's a good special teams player. Everyone else, get in where you fit in. You better you better give 100% when you get to the preseason games. Let me talk about Jalen Johnson, the Bears' second pick in the second round, pick number 50. This is another guy that he was projected. I saw him as one of the top 30 players in this draft. And... It's possible because of positional need that a guy like that doesn't get drafted maybe where he should. The word that I keep seeing associated with him is steal. That this was a steal for the Bears to to get this guy here. I saw a stat from Sam Monson who runs Pro Football Focus that absolutely blew my mind. In the last two years, if we were using passer rating, the passer rating formula in college is different than the pros. But if we were using the NFL passer rating formula on quarterbacks going up against Jalen Johnson at Utah, passer rating would have been 10 versus him. That's one crazy stat on this guy. Let me throw another your way. Here's another one, and this is from Pro Football Focus as well. In Jalen Johnson's career at Utah, he played in coverage on 1,256 snaps. 1,256 snaps. He gave up three touchdowns. I saw some projections on him that said he is strictly an outside corner. He projects to the outside in the NFL. I, I texted Anthony Heron because Anthony called a bunch of his games. He's known him since he was uh, an All-American because he does the All-American game. He does a ton of stuff with the Pac-12. And I just said, look, I'm I'm seeing some things that say that he's an, he's an, he's an outside corner and can't play in the slot in the NFL. Wanted to get your opinion on it. Here's what Heron told me. He was Jeff Okuda for Utah. Traveled everywhere with the best wide receiver. He's a baller! Exclamation point. That's good enough for me. I went back and looked at the tape. You know what I like about Jalen Johnson from his tape? That he's got some dog in him. I like my cornerbacks cocky. And he's got some of that. If you look at what happened against Arizona State, him going up against Brandon Ayuk. He did a great job against Brandon Ayuk. And Ayuk was one of my favorite players in the draft. He's cocky. He gets after you. He's physical. Some people look at him and say, well, he's 5'11". Is that, he's actually almost 6 feet. I want to say he's 5'11.87 something. So he's almost 6 feet. 
I think that you can be an effective corner, especially if you, you can be physical at the line of scrimmage. You don't need to be Charles Tillman. Like, Charles Tillman, like, lining up against that guy, like, that guy's a, a physical freak. So, dealing with guys like Randy Moss and Calvin Johnson back in the day, you don't have to be that. We were just lucky to see one of the best cornerbacks that ever played. You can be 5'11 and, and an eighth or, or seven eighths if you're, if you're physical if you do, you know what what killed me in looking at Jalen Johnson's tape. There's a game he played where he bit on a double move. That's not great. What is great is he recovered. You almost never see that a guy bite up on a play, turn and run, and get there in time to break up the play. I love that. He also had, what, a 100-yard touchdown return off of an interception. He's a little mouthy. He's very physical. Bring it on. That's what I like. So, wrapping this up, I think the Bears got stuff that they needed from their two second-round picks. And while they may have done the, well, we just needed to get the best player on the board, I don't think that that's accurate. I think if, if we were going by that theory... Johnson would have been picked ahead of Komet. It doesn't matter to me. All that matters to me now, because they were only separated by seven places, what matters to me now is, can those two young men get on the field and play? How quickly can those two young men get on the field and play? I think in both cases, they drafted guys that have long-term potential. Because I think Komet five years from now, be a much better tight end than when he walks in the door. But they're players that can play right now. I imagine that you're going to see Jalen Johnson opposite Kyle Fuller. They've done a lot of stuff. Like, they they brought in Trey Roberson. They signed Artie Burns. They really like Kevin Tolliver at corner. But I think that the more that you kind of dig and research on Jalen Johnson, the more I think you're going to like him, and the more I think he's going to be a good fit. Komet, there's going to, we're going to need some time on that. Overall, though, pretty happy. I think that the idea of just drafting the best player, I understand it, and in some cases, I think it's the best option. In this particular case, the tight end position is such a need especially after the Trey Burton thing, you needed to to make a play and bring in someone that you can count on because there's no help out there for you in free agency. You gave $9 million to Jimmy Graham. So they might have drafted Cole Komet a little higher than they wanted to, but they got him, and I think that he and Jalen Johnson are going to make for a good one-two punch in the second round of the Bears draft. So that's my initial reaction to it. I'm sure I'll have more this weekend and and on Monday. I'll talk to some more people, send out a few more texts. I got some friends in the Pac-12, so I'll I'll see if I can get my hands on some coaches tape and uh and see what happens. But so far so good. I don't see anything to be angry about. Thanks for listening.